Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. Let's go back to my own Carfagno Cleaning personal solo cleaning business. But this business update will be a little bit different than before. Normally, I have one week that I would report, but this one is a couple weeks because one of them that's sandwiched in the middle is a beach trip week. So here we go. One of the benefits of building a profitable solo cleaning business like I have and being debt-free now is that we get to take more getaways as a family. Yay. But trust me, it did not used to be like this. If you've listened to any of my podcasts, you probably heard me share a half a dozen times how hard it really was. In fact, we have struggled just as much, if not more, than many of you listening right now. At the end of last summer, our family rented a beach house with the Buglisi family in Ocean City, New Jersey. Those are our dear friends from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They have three boys, which are the same age as our oldest three, and our families get along so well. We went also a few years back to the Great Wolf Lodge with them, which we knew we'd get along for a beach trip. So we wanted to try one out. And honestly, the beach trip was so much fun that we're like, let's do it again next year. And we booked another house, except this house was way closer to the beach and way bigger. This one had three balconies at the first, second, and third level. Teresa and I had the master bedroom with like an extra futon for Casey to sleep on. But you'd go out on the balcony, and all the balconies had an ocean view, but this one on the third floor, it was awesome. I think so many pictures of that. Be able to see the water up as high as we were. Definitely was building the dream big time. So going on a trip like this is experiencing and celebrating and rewarding our family with the fruits of our labor. In fact, this particular beach trip, it is a reward for our family getting debt-free a few months ago over the summer. And if you haven't seen that, Go check the Solo Cleaning School YouTube channel. There's a video that shows our debt-free scream and tells the story of our family's debt-free journey. So that would be fun, so go check that out for sure. And having this week of downtime was awesome. Were we idle? No. Our brains were going like crazy. Matter of fact, my podcast ideas note like mushroomed by like 15 new episodes that week, all these different ideas coming. Vincent and I talking on the beach and mostly him grilling me with things of my goals and how I'm growing this particular solo cleaning school and making it better to serve you better. It was great. He challenged me, but so many good things came up. Great walks with my wife and talking about business and planning out our cleaning business goals. It was so much fun. Matter of fact, it was there that my wife and I decided that let's close our year's goals with four more houses and two more offices. That is as much as we can handle as far as the schedule that I would like to work with me being able to do all the things I want to do from home and be present as a father and build my side businesses. So we talked and it was awesome. I need that time. And the kids had a great time. The wives had a great time. And during that time, I also had a few things of cleaning to take care of. One, I've mentioned in a previous episode that I had done an estimate for my cousin, Abby. 
and Abby is part owner in a historic wedding venue facility and she wanted to get some proposals and price and so I finally got that done. I promised her to have it done in a week and I missed that date. I had to apologize. She understood I was going on vacation. So I did get a tour that following week and she was very thankful. It was very thought-provoking for her. It made her realize that when she got a quote from a professional company like mine, one that she thinks very highly of, she saw my prices. It's like, wow, that is a lot more than we were paying. We need to reevaluate what we're doing. And there's a good chance we'll see about that particular one. Other than that, I was talking with my friend Ed Weidman some more during one of the days. He gave me a good game plan for launching the Facebook ad campaign to go get those four new houses. So I'm very excited and thankful for Ed to be able to help me put that together. I also ran a Solo Cleaning School Elite Membership Facebook Q&A one of the nights while I was at the beach. I was on a mastermind call. I ran a call for my Smart Cleaning Tribe that I run and facilitate, both of those on Monday. So I had all my calls done on the first day of our trip on Monday, but we still had five days to go. So it was awesome to have all those extra days. And what was beautiful too is that all my podcasts and all my content was batched ahead of time. So Wednesday night, I didn't have to worry about my podcast coming out in the morning. It just went. My emails just sent to my cleaning list, to my solo cleaning school list. It was awesome. I could just enjoy the time with our family, connect, play games, go work on a suntan, swim. And the waves were gnarly that week. There were some hurricanes off the coast. I think of the Bermuda or down off the Gulf. There's a few of them going on at the same time. And they brought in some serious waves. Like, you don't get seven, eight foot, nine foot waves in Ocean City, New Jersey. I've never seen them that big and it was a little scary, but it was so much fun at the same time. And the riptide was strong. That was a lot of fun that week. And one of the hidden gems is that we didn't have to worry about money. See, we have been saving and like I said, we're out of debt and we're saving for our future now, for our retirement. We're saving up for a house to buy And we have money for the first time. We have money left over at the end of the month. It feels incredible. And so we didn't have to worry about, well, can we afford to buy a dinner or a breakfast or something on the boardwalk? We had the money. And it just feels great. So I want to encourage you, if you're struggling still in your solo cleaning business, I have episodes coming, I promise you, where you're going to feel my struggle more. You're going to hear Because I wasn't always like this, but I want you to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You will succeed, you will start to win, and you will enjoy the fruits of your labor. But if you're not there yet, keep applying the principles you're learning here and keep checking into the ISO model. And if you need personal training from me, check into the Solo Cleaning School Elite Membership. It's only $50 a month and you get access to a ton of training, content, live Q&A, tools and templates, etc. Let's move back into this update because I had some weeks I was home. I wasn't at the beach, going to the beach week and coming back from the beach week. Upon getting back from the beach, I got a message from a Pastor Bruce and we talked and I was referred to you by Shelby Miller. I was like, oh, awesome. Shelby's in my MCBA networking group. She's also my co-educational chair there. So we've been becoming friends and helping the group by sharing really cool educational pieces. She's also a member of the BIB at a different chapter, which is the Believers in Business. 
And apparently, so is Pastor Bruce. He's a member of the VIB, a different chapter than mine as well. So he thought very highly of me because Shelby recommended me. She trusts me. This is awesome. And Pastor Bruce, he's the president of the board of a local nonprofit community center outside of the church he obviously pastors. And he wanted to get a professional company to check out the building and give recurring cleaning prices for various frequencies like weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, possibly even quarterly. This estimate went really well. In fact, during the estimate, I was explaining many of the common mistakes, these nine mistakes in disinfecting. Like, okay, so if you're going to do this yourself, you're going to get volunteers to clean this. Let me give you some tips. He was eating it up. I grabbed the disinfectant from the closet that was there and I showed him how to use it and how to apply it. Make sure you clean first. I went through the common mistakes. I mentioned the chemistry, like make sure it's neutral so it doesn't pull the surface finish off these pool table edges and and he was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I used to actually sell cleaning chemicals years ago, so that makes a lot of sense. I was teaching him. I was equipping him. And then I promised a proposal, and I got it to him within two days. And I had instructions on things that his volunteer team should do in case they didn't hire me or they hired me just once a month or less often so they could still keep it and maintain it a very high level of cleanliness. He was very thankful for this. And was appreciative that I got it to him so quickly. Speaking of churches, I sent a proposal to a church last month and I dealt with the office manager, Jennifer. I ended up calling her back to check in on how that was going. And she was thankful. She said, yeah, we got the proposal. Thanks so much. It was very thoughtful. She really appreciated how I gave my personal recommendations for integrating a church volunteer team to do these tasks while they hire and outsource for these tasks in an effort to keep the budget lower for the church. He really appreciated that, and she told me that the pastors would be meeting and holding a board meeting in early October when they would be deciding. So who knows? Here's where I'm sitting right now. Like Abby and Pastor Bruce, Jennifer will let me know once the board meets. Now as a side note, I want to ask you a question. Solo Cleaning School podcast listener out there, how did I get these three referrals? Abby, Pastor Bruce, Jennifer, have you been following my podcast? Do you recognize these names? I will answer them for you because I don't know what you're saying. I cannot hear you. Abby, she's family. She's our cousin. But she has seen some of my training videos and my webinar on disinfecting and knew that I was good and had a strong, easy referral for her. Pastor Bruce, Shelby referred me, and I know Shelby from my weekly MCBA networking group. We're co-education chairs, and we become friends. So that referral came because of a networking group I'm a part of. Jennifer, her boss, the pastor, saw my cleaning profile sent in an email by the Indian Valley Chamber of Commerce. And they did a whole showcase piece on me. And that email went out a month and a half, two months ago. And that brought in a couple leads. The pastor saw and became one of those leads. He told Jennifer, you need to call this guy for an estimate. So look at that. One came from a family member, another from a networking group member, and another from the Chamber of Commerce that I belong to. 
So isn't that interesting? None of those came from Facebook. Although I have gotten many Facebook leads, these are coming in from all over the place. I'm building up a word of mouth machine in my new area and my new solo cleaning business. So how did I do this? Well, you're going to have to start with podcast episode one and follow the breadcrumbs as my new business has built to almost $100,000. You wanted me to answer that, don't you? Well, kid, how'd you build it? If this is the first episode you're listening to, finish it. I appreciate you listening and go back to the beginning. There's over 100 episodes and half of them is me doing this, giving you weekly updates of what I did in the trenches to build my new company to now close to $100,000 in essentially a year when COVID was wiping everything out. So this has been a great year and we're very thankful. And you can follow how I did that if you go back to episode one and check out the full podcast. Back to my update for this particular week after the beach. Now we're in the end of this third week for this particular update. Pastor Bruce did call me back, not to say we're hiring you. He did tell me that, hey, I'm working to get you in for maybe early October, so let me get back with you. But in the meantime, I have a question for you, a few, actually a few questions. Do you have a minute? I said, sure. So I called the pastor. He asked me more detailed questions from my How to Disinfect Properly mini course or the Nine Mistakes in Disinfecting. I've put that link right there in the show notes as well. Well, what did he ask you, Ken? All right, I'll tell you one of them. He wanted to know which disinfectant to use for other pathogens beside the coronavirus because there are other things like the stomach bug or the rotavirus is what it's called. How do you kill that? And so I told him how to make sure to follow the product labels. It'll say whether it kills the rotavirus. It'll say on the back whether it's an EPA registered disinfectant. He wanted to know if a good neutral cleaner that wouldn't pull the paint and finish off the pool and ping pong tables. I said that alcohol is very effective. However, I need to do some research on the varnish of the pool table before I do alcohol. I told him I need to look into that more because I may go for a natural product that's using essential oils, and those can be some pretty killer disinfectants, I'll tell you. All right, let's get into three lessons from this week at the MCBA meeting. There's three individuals I spoke to. Each gave me a huge takeaway. It was awesome. I encourage you, don't just go to the meetings. Connect with the people. Talk to them. Ask questions. Be curious. Susan from Real Health Quotes shared that she has to take 90 tests every year this time of year just to stay certified to continue doing business as usual. She serves many Medicare clients. Now, this is so staggering to me and immediately thought this, what am I complaining about? I felt so much gratitude and I felt humbled that she has to go through 90 tests I can go through tests if I choose to, not because I have to. Jackie Silveri from Eastern Diversified Services, she told me a really interesting story that recently she saw someone with glasses with orange arms. It reminded her of me because I have white arms, very distinct glasses, black frame, but the arms are white. My wife picked them out. She liked them. It grew on me. But anyway, She said that my glasses make me stand out and seeing the other guy made me top of mind to her. I was like, whoa, mind blown. I had never considered this element of standing out. 
And it only works because as I thought of this through, I go to the meetings in person. Jackie sees me weekly. She knows me. She likes me. She trusts me. And she sees the glasses and she says, that's Ken. So anytime she sees someone with a different color frame, she's thinking of me. I would have never put that together on my own. She realized that. And of course, I thanked my wife for picking out the glasses. And I joked that when I did my 30-second commercial at the meeting that week, I said, I was talking to Jackie, and she told me that I'm the white streak. Every time a white streak goes by, she thinks of me. The third person that I had a great conversation with is Hugh from Foot Solutions. We talked after the meeting. Now, I've done an episode on him already. It's called By Appointment Only. The guy's brilliant with business. I'm super impressed by him. And now I know why he's so smart with business, because he plans his whole day to make his business go so well. I knew he was an early riser, but check this out. I wanted to know his routine, and his answer shocked me out of my shoes, and that's good because he owns a foot solutions company. Here's what he told me. I went to a military boarding school, Ken, in Africa from the age of 12 through high school. I slept in a large room with other students and was not allowed an alarm clock. Therefore, I trained myself to get up at 4.30 a.m. Hey, remember the episode on how can I with my daughter trying to figure this out? So, Christiana, this is how you do it. (laughs) Anyway, over time with consistency, Hugh says, I was able to wake up at 4.30 a.m. every day without even needing an alarm clock. Today, I still get up at 4.30. I don't have an alarm. I don't struggle with pushing the sleep timer. He was jabbing me hint a hint because he knew I struggled with that. He works out. He reads, meditates, eats breakfast, gets ready for work, and he goes. It's with all of that productivity in the morning, he's fully ready to take on the workday. He's not rushing out the door right out of bed. He's fully prepared for the workday, and his workday is way more productive than mine because of his morning routine preparation. I was absolutely amazed at this. I told him that I used to be on an early routine and exercise as well. But this year, Corona, whatever excuse I want to come up with, I've slipped out of that. I need to get back. I said, next week when I see you, I want you to ask me, Ken, did you start getting up earlier? And did you start your exercise program? So I want him to hold me accountable. He asked me a question, Ken, why do you want to get up at 4.30? I said, well, I need the same thing as you. I want to get up do my exercise. I'm thinking three days a week, maybe 45 minutes of exercise. I can open my Bible, have some time in Bible and prayer. I can get to my shower, get my breakfast and my lunch ready for the day and be out the door before seven, have plenty of time. He's like, well, that makes sense, but I have one suggestion. I'm like, okay, what, what are you thinking? He says, I don't think you should do three days a week. I think you should do five days a week at 15 minutes versus three days a week at 30 or 45 minutes. It's too easy, Ken, to skip any of those days if you're only doing it three times because I'm running late to work, 45 minutes, I don't have time for that right now, I'll get to it later. But when it's 15 minutes, you got no excuses. He said, Ken, it's not the three days at 45 minutes, it's the consistency of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, you take the weekends off if you need to, fine. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Six weeks of that, it'll be locked in. Six weeks of 4.30 a.m., you're locked in. The consistency is the most important thing, is what Hugh taught me. And I knew this 
because I've heard it many places. In fact, my friend Nick Pavlidis of Ghost Writing School, he helped me name this podcast, by the way. He says this on one of his podcast episodes. People ask me all the time what my secret weapon is. Consistency is my secret weapon. How about this? Michael Gerber, in his epic book, The E-Myth Revisited, he tells the story of a barbershop owner that had a consistent, amazing service for years, and Michael loved it. It wasn't just a haircut. It was drinking some wine. It was like a really cool shave on his neck and all the different things they did. But all of a sudden, the barber removed a piece of the experience, and what Michael expected did not happen. And then it kept reducing what he was experiencing. Now, Michael's haircut was still amazing, but the experience changed. The consistency of what Michael went for changed, and Michael stopped going. It's in that book. It's significant enough to make it into that book, which has sold millions. See, there's an emerging theme here. What do you need this secret weapon for in your life? Do you need to get up early and have a great morning routine? Do you need quiet time before you start your day? Do you need to be consistent every day in your cleaning business with keeping top of mind or with your marketing or with serving your clients or posting on social media? Do you need to be more consistent with one-on-one time with your kids or date nights with your spouse or getting to bed at your desired time? What is it that you need consistency in? Just as Hugh gut-punched me with the consistency thing, I hope that one hit you where it hurts. I love you out there, Solo Cleaning School listeners, but I gotta show my love many times with a little bit of hardness because the truth hurts. So I hope that you take this to heart and you find a way to get consistent because it is your secret weapon. Consistency is most important. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>